Welcome to Conlayer, the podcast about constructed languages and the people who create them. I'm George Corley, and today we have a short for you all. This will probably come in during our uh, short hiatus, since I felt like I should put out a few shorts every once, uh, a few shorts so that people don't completely delete our feed and such. <laughs> um, but uh, today I'm going to start, um, probably going to have a short little series of shorts that uh, cover what I'm going to call phrasebook phrases, things that you might find in a phrasebook. And, uh, you know, if you're not necessarily interested in this, then that's fine. But um, I think it's often useful to have things like conversational phrases worked out in your conlang. It can add a little bit of depth, and it can be used if you want to create dialogues and whatnot. And it can tell you a few things about culture, more the, the con culture that is behind the, the language, more than necessarily things about the language itself. Though there's things in the future that will be important for the language stuff. Watch out for that. Today, it's really a little bit of a, a culture type thing and maybe a little bit of an etymology or history thing because I'm going to talk about hello and goodbye. So sort of greetings and farewells in languages can be sort of an interesting little like mini thing to look at. Uh, not really much big grammatical stuff, but sometimes some interesting cultural stuff. So how would you derive hello and goodbye? First of all, I'm going to say I'm tackling these two at once because obviously they're conceptually related. And there are languages that can use the same phrase for both. Uh, everyone famously knows of Hawaiian. Uh, both hello and goodbye are uh, aloha. Um, I'm not sure if that always holds, if there aren't also separate terms. I'm not actually seeing the aloha on the dictionary goodbye, but that doesn't necessarily mean anything. Um, but when, let's start with hello. Where do you get the word for hello? Now, this, the English word, obviously, at least, uh, as we use it today, doesn't really have much semantic meaning to it. It's, uh, it seems to be very much, uh, just a, um, uh, like an idiophone or an, um, uh, many people will call it an interjection. It just, it just doesn't mean things. It just is a greeting. Um, that's not always true. Often, and um, I did link, I will link to a, a uh, post on the Oxford Etymologist by Anatoly Lederman, Lieberman um, that that will um, give you a little bit more, more information on the possible etymology of hello itself. And uh, from reading that, it appears that it's not very well known. It's the uh, about the only thing that people are fairly sure about is it may have come from something that was used to call people's attention. But um, here we have, um, if you look at the Wiktionary uh, site, and this, this is a really good place to think about 
to to go to uh, work out exactly where where your words come from and what sort of meanings they can have because you can look at different the the sort of translations of that word in different languages and sometimes they have good entries behind them sometimes they don't but looking at these you can see a pretty good range of where um things can come from so you know you have um arabic has several words for hello one of them is salam which i believe means peace um uh there is also one al salam alaikum which is a very formal greeting that's like peace be upon you and it's somewhat religious religious things can come into play in both greetings and uh farewells as i i'll i'll come to that a little bit further on um aloha which i mentioned before literally means love um and as a verb, it can also mean to greet, but I think that may have been coming back from its use as a greeting. Uh, but, you know, I'm not an expert in Hawaiian, so I wouldn't know. Um, so there are varieties. So you see sort of religious meanings. You see sort of, you know, general wishes of, of goodwill to people. Um, there is, you know, the... Uh, thing that happens in a lot of languages sort of good day uh, you have um um good day in english is a farewell but uh in many european languages you have like german guten tag uh spanish buenos dias which are um saying hello to a person um that's one one thing there are um let's see uh a lot of these will be fairly short. Um, one thing you may note is, you know, there's often several different ways to greet somebody, and they can have different levels of formality. Um, some of you will know the Mandarin term for hello, and it extends to other Chinese languages that, though they pronounce it differently, is uh, ni hao, which literally is like you good or you are good. It's um, uh it's like not exactly a normal construction, but it, it could be construed to mean something like you are good. Um, ni hao, however, is somewhat more formal than, than you necessarily want for close friends. It's more something you use with acquaintances. Uh, that at least for some speakers, some speakers have, have told me that and have actually asked me to stop saying ni hao to them. Uh, for closer relationships, you often will jump right into like the next part of a greeting, which is, uh, sort of the scripted greeting questions. In English, we have like, how are you? What's up? Um, how's it going? These are, it's interesting to note that these are really sort of scripted conversations, conversational questions. They're not, I'm not necessarily concerned about your well-being when I say, how are you? Uh, I may be, but I may not. Uh, a similar thing in Chinese, older Chinese people will still give you the greeting, Nichifanlama, which, which means, have you eaten yet? And it's not really important to them whether you've eaten or not. Now, a little caveat, 
that's there's a generational thing. When I ask my Chinese friends who are about the same age with me, they say nobody ever says Nishifanlima. But I have heard it in the wild from an older Chinese person and from people further to the south of China. So there's a regional and a generational thing that goes on. That could be an interesting thing if you're doing conculturing uh, to to work into it. Um, another thing to think about is, you know, you can have even more generalizations. You, I say ni hao is a little bit more formal than for close acquaintances. There's also nin hao using the formal u form, which goes even ab uh, above that. You probably are talking to someone who is superior to you or or older than you. Uh, for some reason, you're viewing them as above you. That's That, of course, goes into much more like general issues of politeness and formality. So, leaving that where it is, let's talk a little bit about farewells. Um, the English goodbye, at least according to Wiktionary here, I haven't looked too far into etymology. It's supposedly a sort of irregular contraction of God be with you. And uh, later we have good is contracted to... Um, is is replace replacing God because of some confusion with good morning, good day. Um, there are a variety of other ways that you can get to goodbye, though. It seems fairly common for goodbye, uh, a um, sort of a farewell, to indicate something about about seeing someone again. So in English, we say "see you," "see you later." Uh, Spanish has hasta luego, hasta la vista, uh, various other things. Um, in, uh, let's see, uh, the Chinese, uh, one of the ways of saying, uh, in Chinese goodbye is 再见, which is literally see again. Uh, so it's a, it's a, it seems like a fairly common thing. And some people think that this is, this is a similar motivation to having the same word for hello and goodbye, like Hawaiian aloha, um, from, at least from what I'm looking at in, at, in Wiktionary, um, it looks like, uh, you can, uh, do the same thing with ciao, that you can say hello with ciao. Uh, Italian listeners can correct me on that one. Um, so that's one particular way. Another one is to wish them well as they go forward. Um, uh, Wiktionary here glosses the, the Kosa and Zulu uh, farewells as both being go well. Hamakahle. Uh, it's the same for both. Um, the And, uh, well, goodbye sort of has that meaning sort of in it. Um, the original religious reading and then the contraction replacing good with it. Um, uh, or you can have things just like hello that are a little bit uh, uncertain as to having any other sort of external meaning like uh, Spanish adios. I don't know of any other meaning for adios or any part of it other than what means goodbye. Um, so the those were just things I wanted to think you think about. One last little bit. Um, uh, a couple 
Well, a couple things last. Uh, first, if you have a con world where there are sort of electronic devices and, you know, telephones at least and possibly others, there's often a different way of answering the telephone. Uh, so in Chinese, when you answer the telephone, you say way. And that's, as far as I understand, um, sort of irrespective of formality, uh, this, uh, Wiktionary list Nin Hao is possible for formal, but I don't think that necessarily is, uh, a big thing. Uh, in, in Spanish, there's several different ways depending on where you're from. In, in, uh, Mexico, you say bueno, which is literally good, but I think maybe more related to use of bueno as sort of a discourse particle. Uh, in Spain, you say diga or digame, which literally means, uh, tell me, uh, uh, places in Latin America say alo. Um, but, uh, there's a lot of languages do that. I have heard, yeah, um, Japanese uses moshi moshi for on the phone, but it has other greetings for in person. So that's an interesting bit. And a last one that thing I want to cover in this is these words can be borrowed from other languages. Um, one way of saying uh, hello in Tagalog is kumusta, uh, which actually comes from the Spanish kumusta. I've mentioned that on the show before, I'm sure. Uh, one of the farewells is salamat, which I'm not certain, and I haven't been able to find this, but it sounds like it may derive through some way from Arabic salam, but I'm not sure. Um but, you know, on both sides, you can borrow things. And English speakers were, will occasionally use chow. Users of a lot of, uh, uh, European languages will actually use chow. It's very, uh, it's actually a fairly sort of international term. Though most people only use it for goodbye. Um, which is, which is why I'm asking for clarification on whether you can use it for hello in Italian. Um, so, that was just sort of wanted to, to very quickly go over that topic of hellos and goodbyes. And it turned out longer than my usual shorts, interestingly. But uh, next time I will have another sort of phrase book topic. I'm not, I haven't, I'm not exactly sure which one's going to strike my fancy next time, but I have found things like um, weather terms, asking where things are, um, Asking what a word means, which is an interesting bit. Um, so look forward to a couple more simple, easy, non sort of linguistics heavy, not, not, not non theoretical sort of looks at little, little things that you can add to your con line. Maybe you want to make an actual, uh, phrase book for travelers. That, this, this is, uh, meant to sort of serve that. There's going to be a few things where these things will uh, serve to help you work out uh, things about uh, syntax of the, of the language and, and morphology and such, but not so much of that, just more general information on where you can get these kinds of phrases. So, that's all for now. Uh, I hope uh, people are enjoying the summer and happy conline! Thank you for listening to Conlangery. You can find our archives and show notes at conlangery.com. You can send questions, comments, or topic or featured language suggestions 
to conlangery at gmail.com. To submit a Conlang or Natlang greeting for the top of the show, see our Contribute page for details. Web space for Conlangery is provided by the Language Creation Society, and our theme music is by Null Device.